You're listening to the Frequency and Flow podcast with Brie Couric, episode number 16. In this episode, I'm going to be getting to the heart of how to create an unmistakable, completely unique brand. So let's dive in. Hello, beautiful. This is Brie Couric, and you're listening to the Frequency and Flow show. We've entered a time where more people than ever are being called to follow their own path to freedom and authentic creative expression. No matter where you're at in your journey, from an awakened purpose seeker to a true new paradigm entrepreneur, this show is all about raising your own awareness and energetic frequency and confidently taking the aligned actions that bring greater flow, abundance, and prosperity to your life and business. Let's dive in. When I was in business school, we spent a lot of time, multiple courses over the the time that I was there, talking about businesses and their branding, examining some of the most well-known brands in the world, and trying to put understand, wrap our heads around what makes them so special, what makes them distinctive. You know, it's they are distinctive, they are consistent, they are memorable, and at all levels of the business, from their marketing to their sales to their customer service, their company culture, every aspect of their business is distinctive, it's consistent, and it's memorable. Um, and even... <laughs> Going even deeper and more tactical into what we studied, you know, we, I remember so specifically in this brand class that I took, we went through the nine components of a great brand and we went item by item through what makes a great brand. It's their mission. It's their vision. It's the brand personality. It's the logo and all of these things. I can't remember them all now, but it was like, does, does it have this? Check. Does it have this? Check. And... (laughs) It's so funny now to look back on because now I understand why this never, like under looking at brand and studying brand in that way never really resonated with me because it felt so prescriptive, so structured, and which is really quite different than what those powerful brands actually convey out to the greater world. You know, you don't look at Apple and say, hey, like, oh, logo, check, like mission, check, you know, and like go through all those things, go, wow, that is a great brand. I'm ready to buy from them. Like great brands just are, they just are. You don't really have to think about all the components that go into them. Um, I think thinking of Brandon, you know, if you haven't started your business yet, or even if you are a business, that's also a personal brand, like I think about my own personal brand pre-business. So back in the days when I was still working the corporate life and the agency life, and we were taught a lot about personal branding, you know, in terms of being an employee, like your personal brand as an employee. And I was taught that your brand is so important. And the things that make up that good personal brand were things like showing up on time and being a good rule-following employee, <laughs> playing nice with others in the sand, the, uh, the company sandbox and blend, ultimately blending in, like being good at what you do, but without standing out too much. And I carried that understanding. So I'm painting a picture of both like what a, a business brand at, at the 
the highest or biggest level is and then branding from a personal perspective. For a lot of us here, we are both a business brand and a personal brand. And a lot of us, like myself included, we're a combination of a personal brand and a business brand. And so kind of thinking of how I was traditionally taught and then where I sit today, like I carried a lot of those weird structures and rules. I brought them forward with me when I started my own business. Like even though it just felt really weird, it was all that I knew. Like it just felt like trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. Like I want to make a great brand. Does it check these nine things off? And like, oh, what makes a good personal brand? Showing up on time <laughs> and things like that. And it's just, you know, when I... <laughs> Look Look at that and how I carried that through when I first started my business. I, when I made that leap into entrepreneurship, I was you know, I was building a brand based on what I thought was a good brand, but really wasn't a great brand. It was a brand for sure. Like things like showing up on time, you know, playing by the rules. Those things make up a brand, but I wouldn't say they make up a great brand and a memorable brand and an unmistakable distinctive brand. So seriously, let's just think about this for a second. When you think about some of the most well-known global brands, do any of them blend in? <laughs> Hell no. The best, most distinctive, well-known brands, they are that. They are distinctive. They stand out. They don't follow the rules all the time. And I, I would say I started recognizing this a while ago, but it was only within the past year that I've really had this massive realization and really started to just contemplate it at a different level. You know, good brands are the, not just good brands, but great brands are the ones that stand out. They are the ones that make waves. They are the ones that break the rules, not follow them. They break them. And they break them and they stand out in ways that are completely unique to them. It doesn't mean to say that there aren't, that, that those brands, you know, being distinctive and unique in their own way are out there like banging pans, <laughs> figuratively, I hope, um, to, to get attention and just for the sake of it. They make waves in their own unique way that align like with the essence of that brand. These brands have a unique exterior persona, right? Like the what they're putting out into the world to consumers, to other businesses that differentiates them from every other business out there or competitor or non-competitor, you know? And so I just started contemplating this, like what makes, from my perspective as a consumer out in the world, what makes a brand a great brand without thinking about the what I learned in the textbook when I was in business school or what I learned through conditioning at my corporate job, you know? And as I contemplated this over the past year or so, that brings me to a few weeks ago when I was studying and contemplating the Gene Keys. I was literally reading the manual or the textbook for the Gene Keys. And I was specifically reading about Gene Key 31, uh, which is the gate or the Gene Key, it's leadership. It is all about leadership. And in the textbook, in the manual, the Gene Keys book by Richard Rudd, he says explicitly that Gene Key 31 is the gate of traditional, or the Gene Key, sorry, I'm getting my verbs or my nouns mixed up, but it's the Gene Key of traditional branding. And that I just, as soon as I saw that, like I couldn't even, 
I had to read the whole rest of that that gene key in that sitting because it just felt like it was so timely with such synchronicity. And the message, like one of, I mean, there's many beautiful messages in there, but one of the main messages of that gene key, gene key number 31 of leadership, is that frequency, the frequency that comes from your core, you know, frequency comes, it literally pours out of your heart. That's your frequency. And our job, our role is to like unblock or take away any of the roadblocks that prevent that beautiful, unique frequency that is ours from pouring out. What he also says is that your words don't matter as much as the frequency that you speak into them. So that frequency, when you're pouring from your heart, from that deepest core truth, and you're using that, like you're speaking that out into the world with your words, that is more important than the words coming out of your mouth themselves. And that to me just was so revolutionary. (laughs) It was like a breath of fresh air because (laughs) as a perfectionist in recovery, who still tends to have some perfectionist tendencies. This has been truly just, this has completely changed my entire perspective. You know, as someone who's relatively new to this podcast game and who just recorded today the fir- my our first podcast guest interview where it was completely, basically unscripted and we had all sorts of tech issues and, you know, I, I just was so excited about what I was saying that I didn't even let the guest, Lindsay, her name is her name. Like I didn't even really let her answer things or respond to things. I was just so excited. Um, Like all of those little imperfections. And I was like, oh, did I even say the right thing? I hope I conveyed the right message. That not to mention all the ums and the likes and the you knows and the pauses and the misspeaking. (laughs) None of that matters if the message and the frequency is good. You know, if the frequency that's behind your words and your actions is pure and it's true and it's like from your core and from your heart, none of the rest of the words that actually come out or the mistakes or whatever, none of that actually matters. And ever since I've read that and really sat with it for the past few weeks, it's really helped me to trust myself and my own messages so much more. And it's given me the fuel that I've needed to step outside of my comfort zone, which was not speaking because I was scared of what other people would think when I dropped too many ums and likes. I'm a California girl. There are likes that are going to come out. And I was so self-conscious of it. But as I sat with this and just let that medicine, that, that, that writing just kind of pour through me, It's just, it gave me, it's given me some permission, but also a huge nudge for me to step out of my comfort zone and be okay with this podcast, like starting, you know, and like not just being okay with it, but owning it. Because if your frequency is magnetic, if you are operating from that core frequency that is true, that is pure, the right people will find you. And, you know, they will, that's, there's no question about that. But will they understand how they can you can best serve them? And can they do they understand? Do they have enough to decide if your offerings are right for them on their journey? You know, it's like one thing to attract the people, to connect with the people that you're meant to connect with, that your frequent, you know, that your frequency calls in. But then there's a step after that that's more about like, do they 
understand how you are meant together or how you can work together or how you can serve them. It's one thing to, you know, pull them in with your frequency. And it's another like to inspire them. Like, how do you inspire those people who are nodding their heads, listening to your message and taking in your frequency? How do you inspire them to actually take action on your words? So to get to know you better, to sign up for a free offering that you have, to follow your Instagram account. Like, how do you inspire those people who find you to actually take action? You know, because your frequency pulls them in, but there has to be something there that helps them take action on it (laughs) or that inspires them to take action on it. So let's go back to those well-known brands that I mentioned earlier. You know, there's really an aspirational quality to many of those well-known brands. It's it's those brands, even though it's not a person, they're not a most of them are not a personal brand that, you know, when I think of traditional well-known brands like Apple and things like that, um, there's definitely a frequency that they are admitting, emitting that creates intrigue, that kind of calls you in a little bit, piques your curiosity. There's really a vision that they're casting. And they have the, the they once they cast out that frequency and that you know, that, that energy that they're emitting and they then have tactical steps, not even tactical, but they have specific things that help you bring that vision that that's that frequency they're emitting to life. You know, there's a vision that they're casting and they're helping you step into that frequency and that vision. And they do that in this incredible way. They really do it by infiltrating all of your senses. So what do I mean by that? Let's take a very like common, I keep coming back to Apple because it's just such an iconic, well-known brand that I think a lot, most people can relate to. I'm an Apple gal, Apple gal <laughs> myself, but think about it. So Apple is this very sleek brand. It's very minimalistic. Um, you know, when you go to an Apple store, when you see an Apple store, you know, it's an Apple store. Like a lot of them have very unique architecture. There's a lot of silver. You kind of, they're wide open. There's a lot of glass. Um, you know, you walk in, you just see like these beautifully stocked shelves that are very precise and very minimalistic and, but very, you know, it's like everything you need and someone comes and greets you and adds your name. You know, they have the iPad out, they add your name to it so that you, the next available person can come speak to you. You know, there's like a smell to it. There's like Apple stores have a smell and there's almost a taste to it. Like that, that taste in not just like what's in your mouth, but like design taste where it's very metallic. It's very modern. It's very minimalistic. And there's a feeling like the feeling of getting your new iPhone and holding it in your hand and the plastic covering. All of that is like, a, you know, they create that vision. They create that intrigue when they put up the store that's like the box shape. You know, I used to live in Chicago and they had this like standalone huge box shaped store in the middle of a, like a plaza basically. And, you know, it just caused so much intrigue. So that's the frequency they're putting out. And then as soon as you decide to take action and to step into the store, they bring that vision, that frequency to life through all of these sensory things, the lights, the windows, the physical products you hold in your hand, the people that come up to you and greet you. You know, it's that is how they entice you to take action. And those multi that multi-sensory experience is what again, entices you to take another action, which is potentially buying a product from them, buying a phone, buying a computer or whatever. 
So I want to illustrate that example that's kind of a well-known example because this brings up a huge challenge for online business owners, and that is being virtual. A lot of us just being online by nature of the business, whether it's pre-2020 or post-2020, we're, we're virtual <laughs> for better or worse, or that's how it is right now. We're in 2022. And it's really difficult to convey a brand when you aren't physically in the presence of it. So, or I should say when someone's not physically in the presence of it. So it's really hard. You know, like I said, a big part of Apple's brand is that multi-sensory experience. If you're virtual, yeah, sure. Someone can see, someone can see your brand. They see your Instagram post. Maybe you have a video, they can hear you. But there's so many different brands, there are so many different senses that they don't quite get to experience when you're in this virtual world. And your so your frequency is such an important factor in your brand, right? Like that, that frequency that you put out into the universe that connects you to those ideal clients, you know, that frequency is so important, but it's not the most important. It's not the most important factor in what makes a good brand. It is not the only factor it is not the most important factor, but it is the heart and it is the core of your brand. So that in itself is super important. And that is a lot of what I go into when I tap into someone's human design and gene keys for their business. Like a lot of what we go into in the, you know, this is the frequency and flow podcast. The frequency, we dive into that frequency specifically a lot when I work with business owners. And that is such an important part of the brand. But so how do you translate that frequency into something that's actually tangible in this year 2020 for online on 2022, sorry, <laughs> um, for us online entrepreneurs? And even, you know, it's like even more challenging, like as it's even physical brands today, like ones that you can go to the store for are having trouble conveying their brand in those tangible multi-sensory ways. So as an online entrepreneur, we have that challenge tenfold. <laughs> And many of us as online entrepreneurs and spiritual entrepreneurs, I mean, even harder for spiritual entrepreneurs where a lot of your gifts are things that are actually multisensory, whether you do sound healing or Reiki or, you know, um, oh my gosh, I'm missing so many things like Akashic Records reading, like anything you do, a lot of that is multisensory, but it's also behind the context of a screen in your online business. And so we have it harder than, you know, it's like it's hard already to, in this 2022 world to convey those multisensory experiences that a brand needs to like that a brand uses to help them take an action for you to either like to take a step further in your journey of purchasing something that they're offering. Um, it's even harder for us as spiritual entrepreneurs. Many of us get caught up. I think when you're thinking about branding, especially as a newer, like spiritual online business, when we think about brand, we get caught up in what that brand looks like and assume that a good looking brand is all that's needed to become an unmistakable brand. But that brand, if you're only focused on things like the logo, the colors, the fonts, 
that's only the brand that people see. And that is only one factor of what makes a truly unique and unmistakable brand. I mean, that that's only one sense out of the, the potential five senses. You're not even considering the other senses if you're only thinking that a brand consists of a logo, fonts, and colors. That's one sense out of five. When you think of that brand, like I said, it is a multi-sensory experience. So when you're thinking about what makes your brand unmistakable and distinctive and that is truly an expression and an essence of you as, as the person behind the brand, how do you consider those other senses or like how can you incorporate those other senses and how you want your brand to be experienced? So, you know, when you, as you are admitting this beautiful frequency that you are, if you're listening here, you are definitely doing that because you are a spiritual entrepreneur tapped into your own frequency. And so like, how do you turn that frequency that into something that's tangible that that rounds out that beautiful brand that you are creating. And <laughs> the heart of an unmistakable brand is of course your frequency and it's your message and it's how you emit that message, right? It's not the words, it's the frequency that you're emitting for sure. And it is also the multi-sensory experience that your soulmate clients have with it. So there's actually, you know, it's like the heart of an unmistakable distinctive brand is two things. It is your it is the frequency that you admit, the frequency that you admit, and it's how your your ideal client, your soulmate client experiences it through their senses. Okay? I just want to take a second to let that sink in because it's huge and I think once you realize that, your entire understanding of branding as an online spiritual business owner will change. When we cuz this is where we see the marriage of the spiritual and the practical. For me personally as someone who was born and you know raised in a more practical brand strategy sphere through my work experience and through my business degree, you know, and then now as I've been contemplating things more on the spiritual side and as I was reading through Gene Key 31 about leadership and that is traditional branding but from a spiritual more spiritual perspective you know the spiritual is the frequency and the practical is systematically translating that frequency into the multisensory experience that your soulmate clients have of you and of your offerings you see, you are uniquely designed and just beautifully one of a kind. Your human design and your gene keys literally show you that on the chart when you pull your chart when you pull it up. And so when you apply that inner magic, that that beautiful frequency, that inner magic of yours to your brand and turning that um, you know, translating that frequency into the multi-sensory experience that a true brand is. Once you're able to do that, there is literally no stopping you. If you're feeling lost or kind of overwhelmed, like you feel like this kind of gave you an aha, but you're like, okay, how do I do this more tactically? <laughs> this is where I can step in and help you using both sides of my brain, both sides of my experience that I've gained over the past 15 plus years of experience in education. I'm actually launching a program specifically about how to create 
an unmistakable brand strategy that glows from the inside out by amplifying your own inner magic. And it'll help you systematically capture that beautiful heart of your brand, your frequency, and implement it through that multisensory experience to create your unique, comprehensive, and multisensory soulpreneur brand that your soulmate clients are dying to experience. The program is called Radiant, and you can get first access and exclusive promotions by getting on the waitlist. And the link is below in the episode description. If you learned something new or resonated with what I said here today, I would love to meet you. Share your favorite part of the episode on your Instagram stories and tag me at Brie Couric or send me a DM and say hello and share what you learned or resonated with the most. I cannot wait to hear you, hear from you. (laughs) So in our next episode, I'm going to be diving, I'm going to be releasing the weekly energetic business activation where I will be using the cosmic transits of the week to give you specific recommendations about how you can use move your business forward. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening to the Frequency and Flow Show with me, Bree Couric. I am so grateful you're here. If you like what you heard, I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review so others can find it as well. Head on down to the show notes to get links to all my content, including my free resources made just for you. I hope you have a beautiful day.